Welcome, welcome, welcome to our F3 podcast, where we discuss all things that pertain to faith, family, and finances. We got a good one for you today, mm-hmm. but we are your hosts. I am Dr. Lana Bless Sr., okay, and I'm sitting next to my gorgeous, lovely, perfect wife, Dr. Jasmine Blair. And uh, this is something I'm very passionate about, okay? This is something that I am very, 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 very passionate about. So, uh, 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 before one, you might hear a few biblical cuss words today, all right? And we're going to talk about how to handle abusive marriages. Abusive marriages. Definitely. Thank you for that introduction. Listen, Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our first-time viewers and listeners. Go ahead and like, subscribe, and share. Hit the notification bell so that you'll be notified every time we have a new episode. And for our audio listeners, same thing. Go ahead and subscribe, and that way those new episodes will download every time we have one. Now, I definitely want to give out a trigger warning. This this might be a sensitive subject. Yeah. If you're going through something like this or you've been through something like this, you might need to just a bit of caution before you listen to this. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And if you need help, definitely reach out to your pastor, reach out to friends and family. Do not be in a situation where you need help and you don't know where to find it. But this this is a very sensitive topic. Um, it's one that's very near and dear to our heart because we've encountered this a lot over the a years. Lot. Many situations, um, Nobody in particular, just a typical synopsis, you know, several, 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 several different people we've encountered. And typically it ends up in a situation, at least in our experience, that has come our way. You know, there's some type of abuse going on, whether it's physical, financial, emotional, what have you. The the wife is trying to get out of the situation. Everybody's saying, oh, stay, oh, fight for your marriage. You know, uh, don't let the devil have his way. And it becomes a very toxic situation for that individual and the children. And typically there's this back and forth of I want to leave, I want to stay. Right. And, and it just becomes a very challenging and a very ugly thing. And, and typically the husband gets all upset. Well, you shouldn't be telling my wife to leave me. That's not right. You know, God, the Bible says, well, God puts together, let no man put asunder. And it it just becomes this toxic thing. So we want to talk about this because the church is one of the hardest places for abusive marriages to be addressed. And we can speculate many different reasons for why that is. But to sum it up, I believe. A lot of people take scripture and they twist scripture to yeah. keep people bound in these situations. You think about somebody that's unsaved, you know, there's no scripture that's that's holding them there. Right. So some of these women are put in a place of fear. Oh, well, if I leave, you know, I'm going to be judged because the Bible says this, that, and the third. And, and it's taking, it's handling the word deceitfully. T- taking what's in scripture and manipulating it to keep somebody in an abusive situation that that isn't of God in the first place. First of all, and, and some of y'all ain't gonna like this, but I'm gonna give it a say, but I I, I I don't care. <laughs> if you study the Bible and read it in context, mm-hmm. okay, those apostles from Paul on down, they were addressing certain issues with certain people. 
those apostles gave commandments mm-hmm. to certain people right. that was having certain issues. Mm. Unless he said, do this in all the churches, it was not a command for all the churches. Right. Okay. So That's even when good. you even when you deal with the things about marriage, Paul was given wisdom and commandments. Well, he's given commandments according to the wisdom of God on mm. how to for for them to govern themselves. Because see the Bible, the same Bible that says women keep silent is the same Bible that says women can prophesy. Uh-oh. So which one? Come on. Okay. And then prophesy with a head covered. You had to have a symbol that you was under authority as a woman when you was prophesying. Why? Because there were so many unruly women and temple prostitutes being converted. Paul wanted to create a distinction. That was wisdom. Mm-hmm. That was wisdom. But that don't mean that all y'all women today need to cover your heads. Mm-mm. He told them that. See, the Bible was written for us, but not to us. Come on. So you got to understand the culture and the climate back in the day. I'm saying that to say this. When people try to use scripture to, to keep you in a bad, abusive, and toxic situation, that's because most likely they don't understand scripture in context, and they probably didn't even learn it in seminary. Mm-hmm. Okay? God will never tell you to stay in a situation like that. Right. That, will, that, that endangers your life and abuses your body. Come on now. Okay, and all y'all preachers who telling these people to stay in these abusive situations, God gonna get you. Mm-hmm. God gonna get you, and I hope He gets you. And I'm gonna sit back eating my popcorn while He gets you because you are you are endangering the lives of people. Okay, I've I've heard of situations where women were told to stay in the toxic situation, and then guess what? The woman ended up dying because the husband beat the hell out of her. Mm-hmm. There was this one guy on, 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 on our Facebook friends. I ain't going to say his name. Well, he was on our Facebook friend list because, you know, I deleted him. <laughs> <laughs> but he kept telling, he, he, you know, I was talking about abusive situations and he was coming in with what the Bible said, this, 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 this. I said, so, so what if she's being beat by her husband? He said she better learn to bob and weave. Terrible. Hot mess. What do you mean she better learn to bob and weave? So she has to stay in the marriage and take that because she made a covenant. No. As far as I'm concerned, the person who's, who, who swung first broke the covenant. Exactly. See, 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 y'all men, you want submission, but but you won't love y'all, you won't love your wives and your family. That's a whole nother episode by itself. We're gonna touch more on that and yeah. the continuation of that. But 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 let me tell you women something. Mm-hmm. Okay. God of God never put you with a man that's gonna abuse you. Oops. Okay. He never he, he is never gonna put you with a man that he knows gonna hit you. And some of y'all, you stay with these people, you make babies with these people, and then you wonder why the babies grow up jacked up. Mm. Continuing mm. the cycle. Look at the seed from which they came from. And you notice the the cycle of abuse normally never stops. That's right. So your if your granddaddy abused your mama, mm-hmm. and then they have you, and then you was abused. Come on. And then you have a child, and then the child was abused. 
You understand what I'm saying? You th that 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 you, you know how many times we've seen that, and you notice everybody in the family knows, but nobody wants to talk about right. it. Right? Everybody in the family knows so and so was an abuser, so and so was a womanizer, so and so was an alcoholic, so and so was financially abusive, emotionally abusive, verbally abusive. Everybody knows, but nobody says anything. Well, baby, you got to stay in your marriage, and you know that's how it is, and. You know, you 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 know, you want to stay put and you don't want to be looked at. There's this unhealthy fear that is put in these women. That is there's an unhealthy fear. And the reality is why perpetuate this type of unhealthy cycle? Right. Why perpetuate it? If you are being abused, go somewhere where you are safe. You know, people say, oh, well, you can reconcile. God can restore. God can do anything. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But somebody who is endangering your life, they're not to a place of reconciliation. There hasn't been any repentance. There hasn't been any measurable clinical counseling. You can't just reconcile with somebody who is physically putting your life in danger. That's one of the most ridiculous things that I've ever heard. It's not saying that people can't be redeemed, but the reality is this is, is, is very few. It's the way is very narrow for abusers that are truly <laughs> right. repentant and counseled and restored and, and changed over. It's rare that you actually see that testimony. And ignoring it ain't going to fix it. No, it's not. It ain't going to fix it. You know, because I noticed like some of these men, mm -hmm. they may stop beating the woman. All right. And then it's just ignored and not talked about no more. He may give some shallow apology mm -hmm. or some crocodile tears. Mm -hmm. And then it's not done no more. But the abuse changes. Right. It, it, it go from one abuse to another. So they That's may right. they may abuse the wife financially. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've, I've, I've seen this. Like the husband takes all the money. The wife go to work. He go to work. But he takes all the money, pays all the bills. Like you've, you, you, you should have seen y'all, y'all. See, see the reason why I talk like this because y'all, a lot of y'all ain't been around this. And then there's been situations where the wife doesn't work at home, the wife stays home, take care of the kids, right? And in that abusive situation, she's stuck. She yeah. doesn't have a means of income. She doesn't have right. a way to get an apartment or go find a roommate or to get a car, whatever transportation to even get somewhere else to safety. Right. You know, and and, and that too. Let me tell y'all this. Y'all y'all be hollering about y'all Proverbs 31 women. Well, Proverbs 31 woman had a business. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 31 woman was making making money, okay, also apart from her husband while running the house. And to the husbands that say, oh, I don't, I don't want that. You know, I want my wife to stay at home. I want to take care of her. Don't get me wrong. That, that is chivalrous. That is honorable. That is biblical. And I think it's great that you want to do that. I think it's great if you are not making her go get a job or making her go do something else. If you make enough to cover everything, that is a blessing. But you shouldn't be angered or feel slighted if she chooses to do that. Since you wanted to stay at home so much, take take thousands of dollars and put it in a high index account for that, where it could draw interest. In case you act a monkey and she <laughs> leave your sorry butt, okay? She'll she she have something to to start her life over with. And the reality sorry, is, buddy. this isn't about money. But you've noticed in a lot of these cases where we have dealt with with these stories, a lot of these men use their paycheck. 
as a means to perpetuate the abusive treatment, yeah. whether it's physical, whether it's verbal, whether it's emotional, whether it's financial. I pay the bills. I do this. I do that. So does that make the treatment okay? No, it don't. No, it don't. It don't. And a lot of women, we meet a lot of women, and it's especially women. I'm not saying that men don't get abused because I can hear the brothers now. Well, you know, you got women that beat on me. Yeah. Yeah, and that's 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 a whole other situation because sometimes y'all y'all women can beat on us, but then as soon as soon as we lift a finger to defend ourselves, we going to jail. Calling the cops, calling the cops. Yeah, but but we ain't talking about that right now. Okay, we're talking about these 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 women who are abused in a number of ways. A hundred percent of the cases that have come to us yeah. over the last 16 years or so have been women who are being abused. And these men are twisting scripture to keep these women in these abusive situations instead of repenting and changing and getting male accountability and counseling. I say about 99, 98, 99. Because I've, I've, I've talked to some women that, that, that admitted that they abused their husband. <laughs> punch them in the face and stuff like that. I'm talking about leaders. And I'm like, you can't punch the man in the face now. Come on now. Well, I, I haven't talked to him. So. Well, I have. <laughs> uh, but but most of the the majority of the case about ninety eight percent of the cases okay that we get well, it gotta be ninety nine if you when, when 99. It's still ninety nine well ninety nine <laughs> <laughs> ninety nine of the cases that we get okay are from people um, where the woman is the one being abused physically mm -hmm. she's being abused financially okay she's verbally, verbally emotionally mentally. you understand what I'm saying. So, and then, oh, God, we, we God forbid, well, I ain't gonna say God forbid, but, oh, God, if she have a call on her life? Mm-hmm. It's genuinely even worse. Oh, boy, I've, I've met, I've met women whose husbands didn't want them to preach. Mm-hmm. Who husbands got offended when they worked in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, started getting mad at the pastor. What the pastor got to do with it? And see, here's where the church messes up, where I get angry. We automatically start to assume the woman's doing something wrong. Mm. Well, I mean, are you, are, you, are you taking care of your husband? Are you, are you cooking? Are you cleaning? You know, maybe he got a reason to be upset. There's no reason to be upset at somebody attempting to answer their call. Yeah. yeah. Let me say that again. There's no reason to be that type of upset. For somebody attempting to answer their call. And see, this is how we re-victimize the victim. You, you're blaming that individual for the abusive treatment that they are experiencing for trying to answer their call. If you're supposed to be a man of God and your wife answering her call makes you that angry, you've got an internal issue. So do. Whether you've got some jealousy issues, whether you feel slighted because you're not answering your call or because you've had an unhealthy assumption of what your marriage would look like and you never thought about what that would look like with your wife answering her call. And that's usually what it is because a lot of these men have a lack of understanding in their role and their idea of their wife's responsibility is to cook and clean for them and be a personal slave. Listen to some of these men when they describe, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to give me a good woman as Lord, as faithful. They believe in God. Most of these men, what they describe as a good woman is a slave. Come on. It's a slave. 
I met somebody one time. I said, I said, brother, what kind of wife you want? <laughs> I want a wife. He's from Africa. I want a wife that's meek and quiet. <laughs> meek and quiet. <laughs> and this guy, like he, you know, you know, you know, anybody can walk all over him, you know, mm. in the name of love. And and, and uh, so so I said, brother, I said, I said, you don't need no wife that's meek and quiet. I said, you need somebody that's gonna stand up and stick up for you. Yeah, because 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 everybody just walk all over you. <laughs> You know, I said, you want a wife meek and quiet? I said, good luck with that. Mm, mm, I said, good luck with that. I said, if you want a mouse of a woman, what kind, what, what, what did I say about you as a man? That's right. What did I say about you as a man? You know, now, now listen, I believe in submission. I believe wives should submit to their husbands like the Bible commands. However, mm -hmm. however, <laughs> if the husband beating the hell out you, Okay, he he he's not he, he's not taking care of business. Okay, he shows no love to you. Okay, uh, none of that kind of stuff. Uh, how can you submit to that? You can't. And 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 of course, to say you know where 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 Peter said, even if your husbands don't obey the word, you know, uh, you know, s s submit anyway or hold your place. Okay, that's if he don't obey the word, not if he's abusing you. Submitting when your physical life is in danger is you are a prisoner. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people's lives are cut short by that kind of scripture right there, mm -hmm. taken out of context. Mm -hmm. Now, I can understand if you want, and neither one of y'all was saved and you got saved first. Mm -hmm. Okay. And your husband, he's a good man. He's providing, you know, he's loving his wife, taking care of his family. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Now, 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 if you got a husband like that, you shouldn't be trying to pass in no church. Okay. That I, part. I don't, I don't agree with that. But, but there's certain aspects of your call you can't answer. But pastoring may not be one. I, I'll talk about as a senior leader. Mm -hmm. Okay. But anyway, that's you a whole Preach, teach, you know, counsel, do Prophesy, some mentoring. Cast out devils. You can do you all You shouldn't that. be pastoring people. Right. I, I, definitely, I definitely don't agree with that. Because of because because of your example came when your husband, how are you gonna win anybody else? But anyway, that that part. That so part. so I agree with the scriptures on that. All right, but uh, you know I don't agree with, and nobody can convince me of this. Nobody, nobody, nobody can convince me that God's going to tell you to stay in a situation uh, uh, that's literally endangering your life mm -hmm. and becoming a you know uh, a harm to your well being. Yeah, that's real. You can't convince me of that. I'm sorry. I mean, you convinced me of other things, but you can't convince me of that. And you don't. And, and listen, the reason why I'm up here and I'm saying the things I'm saying, she said the, you said said things. She said because we've seen this. We've seen women die spiritually in these situations. Yeah. We've seen people or heard stories of people dying physically. Okay, we've heard kids being raised in this dysfunction, and they're bitter. Mm-hmm. They're bitter. Okay? Bitter. Let me tell you something, ladies. 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 There are plenty of programs out there. Yes. To help you get started. To help you restart your life. Okay? God ain't telling you to stand. Oh, well, I'm going to just fast and pray for my husband. No. Well, you can fast and pray away. In a safe space. Yeah, if, if you really want to fast and pray, that's fine. But fast and pray away where you're safe. 
fast break because see what you're going to do is you're going to perpetuate the cycle of abuse right that thing becomes a, an iniquity in your bloodline after a while if you don't cut it off mm -hmm. literally I, I mean i've seen it in my own family you know i mean i mean it covered up but i, I you know you know ain't nobody stupid you know mm -hmm. you know uh 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 i've seen people they, 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 the, the, where, 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 you know, the husband beats the wife. The wife just stays there, all humble and stuff. She had all his kids. He probably go to work, you know, mm. take care of things. She stay home, take care of all the kids. He beating the hell out of her, going out there cheating and all this other stuff, you know. And then, um, you know, you know, uh, and then, and then the kids grow up, and then some of them be in abusive situations. Mm hmm. Some of them end up in abusive situations. Why? Because that spirit, and you, you don't got to believe in spirits and demons and generational curses if you want to, but it's biblical. And that's why, that's why, that that's why your 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 granddaddy was a drunk, your mama was a drunk, and now you were drunk too. Mm. Okay. Cycles in the family, generational curses. Okay. And some of y'all are so loyal to that dysfunction. You stay around. Okay. Anyway, so I've seen generational cycles in many families, not just mine, many families, many families. Mm -hmm. Okay. You, you attract them kind of people because it's something, it's like a pheromone you give off and mm. the, and in, in, in the realm of the spirit, you give off like a pheromone of sorry men come abuse me. I'm gullible. You know, I'm broken. My mama was broken. So, therefore, I was raised by a broken person. So, I'm by default broken, too. Mm. My daddy was broken. I'm by default broken, too. So, so, so you end up marrying these sorry men. And, and you don't know they're sorry in the beginning because, see, and that's why I'm not a fan of traditional dating. Because, because you know, we're trained to show the best sides of us mm. and hide the worst sides. Okay, a lot of times you don't know he got an anger problem until you marry him and then he go off for the first time and punch a hole in the wall. Mm. If he's so quick to punch holes in the wall, he'll eventually punch a hole through you. Mm. See me? I'm the type of You come to me with that, I'll tell you leave. Yeah. Leave. L-E-A-V-E. He punching holes point. in walls, breaking mirrors, breaking TVs, breaking windshields. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before he breaks you. Those are dangerous warning signs of pending abuse. We counseled a young lady, and I mean, you know, she was just telling me, oh, he's doing this, that, 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 that. And she was, you know, at one point, she was kind of halfway determined to stay with him. Mm -hmm. I said, baby girl, you need to get up out of that. I said you need to need, need, need to count your losses because because uh, I, I mean I mean he will punch holes through walls he'd get mad break TVs one time this boy got out of the shower butt ball naked went and broke her windshield because 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 she asked him something he was mad at her mm. when your anger the first of all the Bible says don't even be friends with a person like that mm. let alone marry a person come on. We all get angry, but the Bible says be angry and sin not. Right. 
rage turns your anger into sin because it causes you to lash out in ways. This, you know, listen, we all be, be angry. You know, sometimes we all bang, bang the table sometimes. Okay. All right. But that's about as far as it should go. If it should go there. Come on. But when you start being destructive, tearing up your house that you paid for. That part. You tear up people's properties. You understand that 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 that's a whole other level there. You got a problem. Right. You got you got a serious problem on your hands. So I'm telling you that uh you know people like that and see see dating is deceptive. Mm -hmm. See, it goes back to dating because some of y'all, if y'all knew who you was married, you wouldn't have married him. That part. Okay. And see, this is why what? I heard you say something. You should become friends first. Mm -hmm. Now, you know the best and worst parts about your friends. Mm -hmm. So you know all your friends' flaws. Yep, and you still love them anyway. And you love them anyway, but at least you know what you're getting into. That part. Right? So... So if you know you got one of the more mouthy friends, <laughs> okay, who, who mouth will get you in trouble, you already know to kind of govern yourself accordingly around them. Yeah, you know where not to take them too. Yeah, you know where not to take them. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But but the point is, is that you know your friends. Right. See, people need to be taught to be best friends first, right? Because you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. But see, dating, dating is when you're trying to just impress somebody. Mm -hmm. You're trying to impress. It's really manipulation. Dating is manipulation. That's good because you're trying to impress somebody to make them like you, or you like them, so you want them to like you back. And, and you're really trying to woo somebody over. You understand? You're trying to woo somebody over. You know, before they find out the real you. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm. I mean, I knew somebody one time. I mean. You know, he swore up and down. He was this clean guy. He presented it to this woman like, oh, I'm clean. You know, I'm clean. I like, you know. And he was always clean around her. Okay, but when she married him, she found out the boy was a whole slob. Mm, mm, mm. It was a whole slob. You know, you notice like when, when you have guests and stuff, you clean your house when you have guests. Who you really are is when the guests ain't there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh? Mm-mm. Who you really are is when the guests ain't there. Now, one thing I can say about my grandma, boy, 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 my grandma kept her house immaculate <laughs> regardless of who was there. That's true. Okay. Uh, 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 my grandma was so clean, like, she used to get, on, this is like 70 years old at one point, she would get on her hands and knees and clean her floor. I said, Grandma, I said, don't you ever get on your knees like that and clean a uh, floor. I went and bought her a whole uh, Swiffer wet jet. I, <laughs> I, I bought her the Swiffer. I bought her uh, 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 a mop. She wanted to make sure that flow was clean. Yeah, I'm there's, just there's like clean, on. and then there's clean. I'm clean. like, what is this? This is like slavery to me. Like, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> tore my nerves up. I said, I said, Grandma, don't you ever do that again? I said, don't ever do that. Again. I would, but and she loved that Swiffer mop too. She be, she was using it ever since. No, she was using it ever since. But yeah, I was like, no, don't you ever do that? But that's how clean she was. But she was like that. When it was just her in her house by herself, by herself, you understand what I'm saying? Because that's who she really was, right? And she she kept her house so clean, immaculate, and in order. If you move something slightly, she'll notice it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. She was just like, you know, it was a couple of times when I when I was younger, I stole from her, right? 
I stole from when I was younger, when I was a little boy. And, uh, you know, so I tried putting it back real nice and neat. Next thing you know, hey, did, did you go on my thing? I, I said, no, lying. She said, she said, well, somebody moved it. Mm, she ain't miss nothing. Looked in there and found out, uh, saw some things was missing. Looked in there and saw some things was missing. And she was like, did you take this? I said, no. <laughs> she said, well, somebody took something. Because mm. this was moved. She said, you know, I can tell when you move something just a slight little bit. Mm. That's how, that's how in order she kept her house. Mm. That's how immaculate she kept it clean and in order. So, so yeah, I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all right now that you need to become friends with a person. Mm -hmm. And you need to ask the hard questions. You need to find out their family history. Not so you can, not even looking to disqualify them, but looking so that you can address that stuff head on. Yeah, and how much of that they're really willing to address, yeah. be delivered from, and go to counseling for before y'all get married. Yeah, because, you know, if your daddy was abusive to your mama, we need to take care of that. Because you can't tell me that don't have influence on you. Mm -hmm. You growing up seeing that. Whether you be are the one that is abusive or you're the one that shrinks back and accepts abuse or you walk away every time a situation looks like it might be confrontational, you just shut down. There's many different ways that can affect you. Yeah. But in terms of the topic, definitely that can affect you to perpetuate the cycle. If that's the only example that you have, that's all you have seen as a man. Yeah. And, and, and see... And see, the, the, the church people got to be prepared to deal with this. We we mm -hmm. don't we don't we are unprepared to deal with this. Because see, first of all, any man abuses his wife, all the brothers should go to their brother's house. That part, that part. All the brothers pull up on him. All the brothers need to pull up pull up on you. Pull up on them. Okay, and make you do right. Okay, and and if not, then guess what? You we, we gonna take you and your family up out of here and help them with a place to stay and all that, and you gonna be by yourself. That's right. Cause, cause I tell you one thing: you touch one of mine's. Okay, I'm not gonna be so nice. I'm not gonna be the. I'm 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 gonna take this apostleship off, and I'm gonna put on Lionel. <laughs> I'm gonna put on Lionel. Okay, you you're gonna see the old man. But see, that's what's missing. The church is well, I don't I don't want to get in their business. No, you know, it's their marriage. I'm gonna watch and pray. You don't watch, okay. Listen, okay. Y'all know church folks gossip. You know, you know that you know that you know, you know, you know Come when on. somebody's being abused or mistreated. Yeah, you know. Well, I don't I don't want to get in their business. I don't want to falsely accuse. Just ask. There's nothing wrong with asking. God forbid that person end up dead on the news. Then you feel all, oh my gosh, if I would have just said something. No. No, just since you good. You yeah. know, are you good? Good. Right. You know, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm not trying to get in your business, but I can't help but notice you looking funny. You got extra makeup on. You got shades on. You got all the signs like some somebody that roughed you up. Yeah. You just got to address it. Yeah, you got to address well, it. Well, I don't, don't want to accuse nobody. I would rather them be mad at me for seeing about them than them being dead because I minded my business. 
Yeah. We, we're not doing that. Yeah. Y'all have got to stop calling people your church family, your brothers and sisters. But then when, when you see the obvious signs of somebody in trouble, well, that's their business. No, they part of the household of faith. That is your business if they're being abused and they come into church trying to play it off every week. That's yes. ridiculous. Stop trying to work it out with these people, too. Yeah. You got to be whole as a person. That's right. Anytime you try to work it out with an abuser, I understand, okay, like if you, it, 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 that's the father of your children and, he, you know, he's showing signs, you want to get it right, he's getting counseling, he's being accountable to the church, he's being accountable to the brothers at the church, you know. you know, being accountable to a therapist. Yeah, a, a therapist too. Then maybe, after a while. But y'all leave these situations and be, and be missing your abuser. You are broken as a human being. And you need counseling in oh, all seriousness. Oh, I love him. I want my marriage. I love him. Okay. But love, you, you, you got to love yourself too. Yeah. Love your neighbor as yourself. You need to love yourself too. Okay. Oh, I love him. I just want my family back. You know, you know, it was one, it was, it was one, one couple. Like I said, we've, we've encountered a lot of couples. A lot of couples. It's one More couple. They was in ministry, right? They was in ministry. And, um, you know, they used to argue sometimes. They both would like drink a little, you know, and then they they, they start arguing, start fighting. And the husband was a big dude, you know, husband a big dude. They were pastor the church and all that, mm. you know, husband a big dude. So, so, so according to his side of the story, because he called me, you know, his side of the story was, you know, well, you know, she's acting like I'm this big drunk, but she'd get drunk and start hitting on me first, mm. you know, dysfunctional. At least that's, that's, that's what he said. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so then, uh, you know, one, one day, I guess, I don't know. He got tired of it. I don't know, you know, what the situation was really, but he ended up busting a lip. Mm. He bust a lip and, you know, I almost, almost drove up there that day. Cause she lived about two and a half hours away. I almost drove up there that day. And, uh, but, but uh, he was in jail. Because he got drunk, left, and drove on the other side of the road, and police pulled him over. And how how they found out was this. You see, this how this how, this how, this how broken people can be sometimes, and it's sad. Police called her, ma'am, come get your husband. Mm -hmm. She was like, no, I'm not coming to get him. And they kept insisting mm -hmm. that she come get her husband. Because they figure, okay, he drunk, you know, let's get him, you know, she, he can go home and sober up. Right. You know, we already got the charges for him riding the wrong way, but if he drunk, he need to go home and sleep. Right, 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 right. So, so eventually she left and went to go get him. Her bruises was obvious. Mm -hmm. So the police officer turned to her like, uh, ma'am, are you okay? She said, I'm fine. And he was like, yeah, we had a little situation. You know, I'm a good guy. Mm. You know, I'm a pastor. I'm a good guy. Mm. And all this. Mm. And they kept this butt right on in there. Yeah. After they saw that, no. They kept it right on in there. You know, and, uh, you know, that's not the first time they, they didn't put his hands on you. But you a whole grown man. Mm. You about six foot whatever. You understand? And, 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 and the thing about it was, the, and see, here's the thing. When you address this, you got to be prepared to be the bad guy. Yeah, you do. Because you have to face reality. 
you know, a lot of times, see, when you're a spiritual leader, you help people face realities that they don't want to face. Mm -hmm. And you're blamed for bringing them to a reality that they were comfortable ignoring. Right. You know, but really, you're just trying to help. So, you know, it was this whole thing. Oh, I want my husband, my family. I said, that ain't, that ain't good for you. Mm -hmm. And I said, it's not healthy for your children. Make a long story short, they end up reconciling and all the charges get dropped because they go to some type of mediation or something. And then we get blamed for trying to tear their marriage apart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then a year later, I'm in the movie theater with my wife. I get a call. I'm like, whoa. You know, because by that time, she cut me off, demonized me, uh, 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 talked about me like a dog. Still is, still this day. God bless you. You know, but <laughs> she, is, she is. I mean, you know, I'm, I've, I'm, I've come to, I've come to grips with the fact that I'm okay being the bad guy if I tell you the truth and try to save your life. That's right. You know, I'll do that. I get a phone call. She crying. You know, apologizing. You know, telling me I was right. And, and and all this other stuff. And I'm just like shocked because I never thought I'd get that phone call. Mm -hmm. You know, but then, but then it's just like, okay, you get offended. And now you're talking about, I broke up your marriage again. No, you, you, you broke that up because he ended up abandoning his family. You know, he ended up abandoning his family. So, we're so not responsible for we're, telling, I, I ain't we're responsible telling you for to that. leave somebody that was already putting your life in danger. Already putting your life in danger. I'm telling you to leave somebody that practically already left you. Mm -hmm. You know, so, 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 so I broke up your marriage because I'm telling you to get out of an abusive situation. I tell people straight up. And, and that's why I make this publicly known. Mm -hmm. if, if you're in an abusive situation and you don't want to hear the words leave, don't come to me. Don't come. Don't come to me. Because that's the first thing I'm going to tell you to do. Because... I'm thinking more about your life. And your children's life if you have them. You can't even see what type of reconciliation there could be if you are living in a hostile environment with fight or flight every single day. Right. You need to be in a separate space away. People, oh, well, you're supposed to fast and pray. How are you going to fast and pray? How do you even trust what you're hearing from God when you're fasting and praying and your life is in danger? Your whole body, whole nervous system is on high alert, high alert, high alert. You can't trust what you're hearing during that time. No, you can't. Because you're truly not consecrated. You cannot eat all day. Your whole nervous system is, is working on high alert. You cannot trust what you're hearing. That's not the time to be trying to trust your own hearing. It's not. That's the time you need to trust. You need to trust the God and someone else. That's right. And, you know, I've heard pastors say, you know, well, as a pastor, I can't tell nobody to leave their spouse. But if you're in an abusive situation, I can't tell you to, I can't tell you to, to uh, divorce your spouse, but I can tell you to, uh, uh, you know, look out for your life and preserve your, that, that you coward. are a darn coward. Coward. You are a darn coward. See, I give disclaimers from the beginning. So that way there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. You 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 are a darn coward, you know. No, I'm not encouraging you to stay no. with an abuser no. who doesn't see anything wrong with being an abuser, who's trying to make excuses for why they're being an abuser, who's comparing themselves to a more violent abuser and say, "Well, see, I'm not that bad." 
who who's twisting scripture to try to to keep you in a certain place and they're not getting any counseling there's no accountability there's no repentance they still have whatever addictive cycles and outbursts of anger i'm not encouraged i'm not even going to begin to try to reconcile that situation because they have they haven't even come to the end of themselves yet they have to they haven't even acknowledged i have a problem and i'm going to do something about it you cannot reconcile with somebody who don't see nothing wrong with their behavior, whether it's abuse or anything else. You can't reconcile with somebody who don't, who doesn't want to reconcile, who doesn't see or believe that there's anything to reconcile. And that is the issue with this one-sided counsel. You are telling victims to fast and pray and reconcile with people who don't care or have not even acknowledged that they have created a problem that needs to be reconciled. That is the danger. Where do you confront the person? Where do you confront the person? Oh boy. And this is why a lot of y'all pastors are going to be judged. Well, that, you know, that ain't our business. So let me get this straight. The people go to your church, you watch over their soul. But them having an abusive situation at home, whether it's physical, financial, emotional, mental, is verbal, that's none of your business. How do you watch somebody's soul but omit the fact that they're being abused at home? Since when do you pick and choose which part of somebody's soul you're going to watch and which part of their soul just ain't your business? God going to get y'all. Being watchman over somebody's soul is a totality. How do you say, okay, well, this part ain't my business. Your ties is my business, but somebody oh. beating you at home ain't, ain't my business. Oops. Your children going to youth ministry and vacation Bible school is my business, but them crippling you financially to where you can't even buy your feminine products ain't my business. You serving on the praise team is my business, but them calling you all types of derogative names and derogative terms every day instead of your real name ain't my business. How, how do you choose what's your business and what's not? At some point, you've got to stop being a coward and stand up and be a true shepherd. The shepherd wasn't just there to feed the sheep and lead them in pastures. That shepherd knew how to stand up and fight when something came to attack those sheep. Yeah. And if you're not ready to take that shepherd's rod and protect your sheep, then you need to sit down somewhere you are and let hireling. a real shepherd watch over their souls. Darn hireling. That's what you are. You don't get to just be the shepherd when everything's good. You also warn of danger and you know how to defend and protect. You're not defending and protecting and shepherding somebody when you're encouraging them to stay in a situation where you don't even know whether or not they're going to wake up the next day. Come on here. May God have mercy on you. Yeah, for real. See, they wouldn't have got away with that in the early church. Mm -mm. No. In the early church, all them brothers would have came to your house. All them brothers would have came to your house, put the husband in his place. Okay, help surrounded that husband, kept that husband accountable. And if he didn't change, guess what? They would have they would have took your family by the house and built them a house. That's right. And excommunicated you from the church and left you right there. Yeah. See, 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 see. We need to get back to that culture. We we need to get back to that culture right mm -hmm. there. Okay. And some of y'all, well, you know, we can't do that. We shouldn't be doing that. No, 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 no. If you are a community. That's right. Yeah, we can. If 
You are a community. If that man don't want to repent and change, yeah. You study old, you study uh, a, a New Testament, first century, second century uh, church culture. We've gotten so far away from some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think this is why people get away with the things they get away with. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I know in my ministry, you know, you 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 do that, baby. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm liable to kick in your dough. And, and see, we be letting these gifts fool us. Well, yeah. so and so is gifted. It's you, it don't matter if you're an elder, don't matter if you're a deacon, don't matter yeah. if you're on a praise team. I don't care what you do. Your gift is not an excuse to perpetuate this type of demonic behavior. I don't care what your gift is. I will get you. So you one of mine. we've got to stand up and not be afraid to address these situations. Yeah, for real. You can't watch over people's soul and just say, oh, well, that ain't my business. I, I don't want to get into that. No, no, it is my business. It is. And that individual, if they're truly repentant, like I said, the way is narrow, but God's mercy and grace is still available to yeah. them if they choose to repent. They need counseling. They, they need psychological counseling. They need account. They need pastoral counseling, and they need accountability from the other men that are in their church. All three need to be present before I would even consider trying to mediate some type of reconciliation. Yeah. All three have to be present, and they have to be present for a minimum of six months to a year, depending upon the details of the situation. Right. Because biblically, it takes a year to bear the fruit of repentance. So you can't say, well, I ain't done nothing in a month. No, you, you're on the right track. But we have not even, we can't go pick that fruit yet. That fruit still has to grow and mature so we can inspect it and make sure that there's a lasting change and not just temporary remorse because you got caught and the situation's inconvenient for you right now. That, those aren't the same. I'm sorry and I've changed are not the same. I'm oh. sorry is in a moment, but I've changed is something you see over time. There's a track record of change. We're not saying there's no hope for abusers. No. Uh, the hope is narrow, but, you know, there's still hope. You know, it, it, it just depends on, you know, uh, what you want to do. Most, most, most abusers and most cheaters they don't like the accountability that comes afterwards. Yeah, and, and they don't want to even admit they have a problem. And it's, But see, it's the accountability that's not only going to help to cause your change, but ensure that your change is lasting. Yes, amen. You need somebody to check on you. Hey, where you going today? Yeah. You need somebody to get on that phone. Hey, where you going today? Um, you, you, you need somebody in your stuff. You know, hey, how you doing today? You struggling? What's going on? I picking some up in the spirit, mm -hmm. you know, or you need somebody just listen. You don't even have to pick nothing up in the spirit just to check on people. That's right. You know, you don't, you don't. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that, you know, when it comes to abuse in marriages, Okay, the first thing you need to do is preserve your own life and well-being. That's right. And you churches, you need to be prepared. You need to have uh, contingencies and things in place for people that's like this. Some of you mega churches and stuff like that, you need to start investing in properties. Uh, you need to start investing in, in real estate 
for these people, homes, mm -hmm. apartment bill, apartment complexes, all these things. You need to start investing in these things for these people. All right. You need to have uh, some kind of provision or at least connection to some kind of programming or something yeah. in place for these people. All right. Because there's plenty of people that suffer inside because they don't see no hope. They don't they don't see a way out. See, if you are able to present a way out, then guess what? They may take that way out. You understand? They may take that way out. It may take them a little minute, but they may be like, you know what? I'm sick of this. Because, see, the, the abusee, I don't know if that's a term. <laughs> uh, the, the, let's go with it. Yeah, let's go with it. My show. <laughs> my show, my words. The abusee has to get tired of being abused. That's true. You have to get tired of being abused, you know, and and, and I know for some of y'all, you know, well, you know, my husband pays all the bills, you know, if I, if I leave, I ain't gonna have nothing. Do you not trust God? Mm. If you are a believer, you should trust God. I've seen people leave abusive situations and have, and, and, and have turned their lives all the way around and, and make more than the husband. Do you not trust God? Mm -hmm. You know, God ain't telling you to stay up in that. Oh, work it out, baby, for the kids. No, the kids don't need to see that. That part. The kids don't need to be under that umbrella. It may hurt them that you that 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 mommy left daddy, but at least they're safe. And alive. And alive. You know. Um, um I've heard of instances where kids try to intervene and they abuse the children. Mm-hmm. If they hit you, they sure hit their children. No, I'll never hit my kids. No. Mm -mm. If he smack you, but he talking about, man, I'll never hurt my seed. I'll never hurt my kids. No. No. He'll hurt mm -hmm. you too. Yeah. He'll hurt you too. Women, listen, because most of y'all in these situations, women, get out. There's nothing wrong with starting over. Run for us, run. If you embarrassed, man, let's get over it. 